All right, what's happening? What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How are we doing out there on a Thursday? All right, let's get to it. Uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about parlay insurance. And it's really interesting. This has been a new reward that has kind of been more and more popular the last couple of weeks, last couple of months. And I'm hearing more about these parlay insurance uh, promotions. Now, I have to kind of hear through the grapevine about these things because I don't get a lot of these offered myself, right? I don't get the same rewards and boosts that many people out there do on you know, DraftKings, FanDuel, BetMGM, those sports books that offer those kind of rewards, things like that. You know, not all sports books do that. Many of the books that I bet into don't offer rewards. It's just a different business model. But, um, you know, bet, BetMGM, DraftKings, FanDuel, PointsBet, others like that would rather maybe charge a little more here or there, but keep you coming back with these offers. And the thing is, these parlay offers are probably very enticing because most of you out there are making these parlays anyway. And so today, let's talk about parlays, these parlay insurance bets. And uh, I was having a discussion with one of my buddies about blackjack. And is the blackjack insurance bet similar to the sports betting insurance bet? So we'll get on all that, or we'll talk about all that on today's show. Uh, Remember, if you want to bet these games VIG free, check out betteredge.com. Put in promo code SBD when you sign up. That helps the show out, and certainly it'll help you out too because you can start betting without the VIG and have a chance to win more money and lose less when you lose. So it's a different interface. It's definitely not your classic sportsbook experience, but I promise you, once you get used to it, it's kind of like buying and selling stocks, honestly. Once you get used to it, though, you're going to love winning more when you win and losing less when you lose. That's betteredge.com, promo code SBD. All right, so... Parlays. Let's start off with that because we all have to understand, know fundamentally what a parlay is before you do any boosts or tokens or things like that. So a parlay is actually very simple. All a parlay is, it rolls your winnings from one bet into another bet. Okay. Many people out there believe that there's an incentive to make a parlay, that you get back more money, that you keep stacking more and more. It's like exponential winnings. But that's actually not the case. You can make a parlay yourself considering the idea that the games don't start at the same time, right? But if you have like an NFL game in the morning you like and then a Sunday night football game you like, you can easily get the exact identical outcome doing it yourself rather than making a parlay. We can use an example, a quick example of three-team even-money parlay, okay? So ignore the minus 110. Let's pretend that we have three legs of a parlay that are all even-money, not minus 110. That's just easier math for us to do, right? So it it works out the same, whether it's minus 110, even-money, minus 150, minus 500. The math's always the same. It's just easier for us on the podcast to do even-money. So let's say you start with $10, okay? You can look up right now anywhere online on a parlay calculator a three-team even money bet, which even money just means plus 100, a three-team even money bet, and you start with 10 bucks. That's going to pay seven to one. So you bet 10 to win 70, it pays 80. You walk away with 80. Okay, so in that scenario, seven to one parlay, you start with $10, you start with 10, you ended with 80. Well, if you did the same thing with all single bets, but betting yourself and not doing it through the parlay format you would have the exact same outcome. Okay, let's walk through it. Game number one, you bet 10 to win 10. It's an even money bet. So if the game wins, you win 20, right? Because in either scenario, if the game loses, then you lose the money anyway. So in this other scenario, you bet 10 to win 10. If the first game wins, you win 20. Now in the second game, you bet 20 to win 20. So if that game wins, you walk away with 40. 
And in the final game, see where we're going here? You bet 40 to win 40. So if that third and final game wins, you'll walk away with 80. So you started with 10, you ended with 80. The exact same outcome, the exact same scenario. So sportsbooks know this, okay? Sportsbooks know that when you make a parlay, all you're doing is signing a contract, allowing the sportsbooks to keep your money until you've won every bet that you've placed, until you go undefeated, right? Sportsbooks make more than double on the average customer if they simply just start making parlays. That's why these rewards exist. They want to get you used to making parlays. They want to normalize parlays. The average sportsbook wants you to make more parlays because they simply make more on those bets. Can you imagine if you owned a store, okay, just whatever kind of store it is, and some customers paid more for the same items, right? Some customers pay $10 for that item, but some will just randomly pay 20 and ask no questions about it. Well, that's what parlays are. People give the house more than double the advantage on just a two-team parlay, and it gets worse the more legs you add. Now, let's go back to the store, par- uh, the store example. If you own that store, what would you want to do? You would want to keep those customers who pay double very, very happy. You would want to keep them coming back. You see, sportsbooks actually don't want you to just lose all your money. We talk about that all the time, how their incentive and their goal is to win, which it is, but sportsbooks actually want you to live in the middle, okay? They want you to lose at roughly the exact rate you need to lose in order for you to keep playing but not keep winning. Because if you go broke and stop betting, they lose money too, right? They lose all the money they could have made off you. So all these sports books, they want to keep you betting, but they want you to lose slowly enough to where you'll come back. Hence, these rewards. That's exactly why these rewards exist. Because... At the end of the day, they're just trying to entice you to make more and more parlays. So they offer boosts and insurance because they know that no matter what, if you consistently make those parlays over time, 100% fact, you will lose that money and you'll lose a lot of money, right? It's 100% guaranteed you're going to lose over time if you always make those parlays. If you just make one parlay a week and you make a bunch of single bets around that, there's nothing wrong with using these, these tokens, but you'll notice something. If you start doing that, you're going to get less and less of these offers. They're not going to send you the offers because you're not making these bets, right? So they want you to make these. It's a, it's a self-perpetuating system. The more you make these bets, the more offers you're going to get because they know, again, no matter what, if you make more and more of those, you're going to lose over time. And that's kind of the weird thing about all this is the sports books are actually banking on you occasionally winning. They want you to win occasionally, right? They want you to taste that little taste of winning because they know what we know, which is about 98% of of people who bet lose, right? 98% of people who bet in sports lose. But how many of those 98% go absolutely bananas when they hit a big parlay, right? Lifetime they may be down $2,000, and that's probably conservative, probably down a lot more than that, right? But let's say lifetime they are, are down 2000 but they just won a $500 parlay. Well, what happens is that feels like a victory. In the moment, that feels amazing. You just got 500 because this is probably a $10 better or $20 better, right? So it feels like a huge victory. It feels amazing, but it's not. You're still down thousands of dollars. And it just instead of being down 2000 now lifetime, you're down 1500 lifetime. And, and guess what you're going to do? You're about you're going to crank out more and more of those parlays because you just got that good feeling. And hey, you've won some of them, right? So 
the sportsbooks want you to occasionally win. The sportsbooks want you to win enough to keep you coming back because they know over the course of time, you're going to give it all back. So, you know, all these books, they want these parlays to be made. They essentially, in their business model, they need these parlays to be made. They need to hit their quotas. They have monthly quotas to hit. They have to keep investors happy. They're publicly traded companies in the stock market. You can you can invest in companies like FanDuel and DraftKings. You know, they, they have investors to keep happy. They have numbers they have to hit. They need these parlays to be made. Sportsbooks make about seven times more money with four-team parlays, right? I shouldn't say seven times more. I should say sportsbooks make money about seven times faster with four-teams parlays, right? And, and we can flip that. You lose money seven times faster by making just four-team parlays. You'll lose money 10 times faster by just making 16 parlays. And the sportsbooks know that. So now that we know all that, now that we've kind of covered that, Parlay, parlay insurance really is not worth it because parlays are not worth it as a as an individual bet. You know, it's sort of like who cares if they're giving you a boost on an inherently bad bet to begin with? You know, let, let's use an analogy. And I like these analogies, right? If you owned a bakery and you charge a hundred dollars for a loaf of bread and you do a half off sale, does that fifty dollar loaf of bread? really make it worth it because it's half off, right? That's what's going on here. These parlays are inherently such bad bets that for most people out there, most people, I should say, it's not worth it, right? It doesn't matter whether they're getting a 25, 33, 50% boost on the parlay. They've done their math. They know what they need to give you in order to keep you happy, but keep you losing, right? Or winning just enough to keep you happy. So, you know, if you're going to make parlays, <laughs> I guess I should put this note out there. If you're going to make these parlays, if you're going to do it, then you may as well use these rewards. Okay. They're not bad. If you're going to make these bets, the point is, if you want to win more, you shouldn't be making these bets in the first place. That's my whole point here. But if you're going to do it, if you're going to make the bets and you have to, you can't help yourself. These are actually, you know, they're not bad. It's, you know, it's, it's not going to, going to hurt you, but you know, these shouldn't be made in the first place. Like I said, the $100 loaf of bread, just because it's half off, doesn't mean a $50 loaf of bread is any value or, you know, it's worth it to be buying that thing. Okay. So that's what we need to remember with parlay insurance. It's not going to be worth it, despite how juicy it may appear to be. Now we talked about blackjack. Let's kind of compare this to blackjack because there is an insurance bet in blackjack and it can be confusing, right? Hearing an insurance option in sports betting and insurance bet in blackjack. Are those similar? Are those different? And honestly, there, there's not a ton of similarities besides them providing you what appears to be some way out of your bet, right? The insurance. But like we, you know, it's important to remember a few things. So let's just, let's, let's just start with blackjack before we kind of go off into a tangent here. So when a deal, uh, uh, an insurance bet, for those who don't know, an insurance bet in blackjack happens when a dealer has the up card as an ace. So when, you, when you're playing blackjack, you can only see one of the dealer's two cards. They have an up card. When that's an ace, you have the option now. You can bet half of whatever your original wager was, and it pays two to one. So we're not going to go into too much detail about the rules of blackjack or what you should and shouldn't do. Maybe a different podcast. But in general, everyone should remember this. If you're going to play blackjack, it's almost always a bet that should be avoided. It's just like this, right? These, these, these parlays should almost be, you know, almost always be something you avoid, these boosts. When you're playing blackjack, you should almost always avoid these um, insurance bets. Now, the difference is, okay, that's in general, because the difference is 
it can be profitable to take the insurance bet in blackjack if you're counting cards. If you're counting cards, the, the idea quickly is if there's enough tens in the deck and they have an ace, there's a at some point a good enough chance when enough cards get dealt from the deck that you'll have the advantage. So it actually works in some rare scenarios if you're counting cards to take the insurance. But it's not advised because in most hands, including mine, because I'm not a pro blackjack better or pro blackjack player, in the wrong hands, it, it, it's not a good tool. It can be misused, okay? So in general, myself and all of you out there, when we play blackjack, just ignore the insurance. Just don't take it, right? But in some cases for pro card counters, the insurance bet could be actually a good profitable bet. So for most, avoid the insurance. For pro card counters, it's occasionally a great bet. That's actually pretty similar to sports bettors, right? Pro sports bettors with these parlay boosts. Occasionally, when I used to get them, I don't really get them anymore, but occasionally, when I got that 25% profit for a parlay boost, that was hugely profitable for me. Now, why is that? That's because Every bet I make, I have a plus EV bet, right? So I have like a plus $5 EV on a $100 bet every time I make a bet. Most of, of the public bettors have a negative EV most, time, most times I make a bet. So, you know, it's just a bad bet no matter what. You're just stacking bad bets together. That doesn't make the big payout any, any more profitable, right? But for me, if I can find a two-team boost and put together a couple games I already like, it actually can be a very profitable situation for me and other pro bettors, you know? Parlays inherently aren't bad. It's just that they can be misused and are misused by a lot of public sports bettors. Parlays, like teasers, are tools that can be used in the right hands to use the sports books' promotions and ideas against them. So here's an example. If I want to make a bet in the morning for 100 bucks, and I know I want to make a bet in the afternoon for 200 bucks. Think about it, right? A parlay just rolls the winnings from one bet to another. So I can actually parlay those games together and have the identical outcome all while getting a 25% boost on top of that, right? So that's a rare scenario, again, in the right hands where these boosts can actually be a good thing to be profitable, but in general, they are to be avoided. So let's talk some takeaways. What should some takeaways be from today's podcast? Takeaway number one should be all of these parlay or all these rewards that are centered on parlays, specifically multi-leg parlays, right? For every leg you add, you get paid out more or whatever it is. These should all be looked at as transparent traps that good bettors are to avoid, okay? Takeaway number two. My advice is not to make these bets in the first place. I don't think anyone should be making these parlays. So they're trying to entice you to do that, but just avoid them. But if you must then those rewards actually should be used. They're not going to hurt you, right? If you must make that, if you can't help yourself, these rewards still should be used. You shouldn't leave them on the counter, okay? And takeaway three, insurance and betting scenarios rarely provide a fair bet. Let me repeat that. Insurance in betting scenarios rarely provides a fair bet. Because remember, in the sports book, just like in the casino, they have one goal, which is to win your money. And these rules and features and side bets and fun things they allow you to do is all designed to get the money out of your pocket 
and into their hands. So it may seem like a good idea for you or a good proposition. Hey, insurance, boost, whatever it may be. When you're playing blackjack, the insurance, hey, bu- hey, hey, buddy, hey, gambler, we're here for you. You want out of your bet? Yeah, you can take some insurance. These are not, in general, if, if, you're, if it's you versus the house and they're giving you an option, it's still going to be good in, in their favor, right? They have one goal to get the money out of your pocket and into their hands. So, all right, that does it for, uh, for today's show. Appreciate you listening. Remember, if you want some college football picks, go listen to College Football Tailgate. We've covered all the conference championship games, the big ones, coming up this weekend. And uh, stay tuned. Whether it's a Friday, Saturday, we'll have some picks coming up for this weekend and uh, a lot going on this weekend. So good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. Hope you catch some winners. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Sports Betting Daily.